This is not an episode about productivity, but you'll be far more productive when you master these principles. This is not an episode about time management, but you'll manage your time more effortlessly when you master these principles. This is not an episode about procrastination or prioritization, but you'll procrastinate less and prioritize more effectively when you master these principles. Welcome to the much-anticipated time-bending episode. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy-obsessed manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice, ew, (laughs) and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Corrie Javid from CorrieJavid.com. How are you doing? We're here for a time-bending episode. I know many of you have been really looking forward to this, so I'm excited to bring it to you today. So this is a continuation of our topic for the month. So our topic being energy before action. And I've got two more really juicy episodes coming up over the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for those. And so this episode came through, I I mentioned time bending on a previous episode and I had several of you reach out in the DMs and say, yes, please do an episode on time bending because I mentioned that it's something that I play with. It's something that I often um, encourage my clients to play with and some of them are getting really fun results with it lately. So I'm glad and excited to be bringing this to you today. I don't have a, a life update for you. Normally I like to give you a little update what's going on here, but it hasn't been long enough since I recorded the last episode to be honest because I'm trying to get a little bit behead uh, <laughs> ahead because we're going to be traveling so yes everything is just as good as it was before actually no now I've said that there is an update so for those of you who listened to my money wobble episode I've had so many great messages from so many women about that one so I'm so glad I did that episode I'll give you a further update since then I should have got the numbers down exactly but I wasn't really planning on doing this but it just kind of came to me On the other side of that, so a few weeks after that wobble, I had the, I think, and this is the thing I haven't actually fully fact-checked, so what I believe to be the biggest sales week of my business to date. So that means sales, that means sales to the value of, that doesn't mean cash received. I always like to be fully transparent about these things in the region of, and again, I, I didn't prepare the numbers. And if you want me to, if you want me to do a deep dive on that, on the bounce back from the wobble and what some of the specifics were, totally happy to unpack that for you, but in the region of six figures in a week. So I say that because 
I want you to understand just how powerful it can be to move through money mindset shit when it comes up, to really look at lack and scarcity when they're feeling the realest of reals and look them in the face and not just listen to it and accept it as truth, but look at it head on and know that we are in a position of power to change our thoughts, change our minds, change our energy, and then with it, our experience. And look how quickly that turned around. Now, I have a number of client examples as well of clients who have had money wobbles and then come out the other side absolutely swinging, (laughs) making bank. So I could absolutely do a deep dive um, episode on with all of the evidence there. But I'm really just sharing that with you in case in case you enjoyed that episode to know that if you are experiencing thoughts of lack of scarcity or you're in a, a an actual money wobble, so that's different from just like an ongoing day-to-day not believing in abundance piece, which is how I used to be back in the day before I found all of this work, back in my old life as I call it. So that's that's one experience, of course. But we can be living in abundance, tuned into abundance, tapped in, turned on to abundance, and then uh, drop connection accidentally and have a, and that's what I call a money wobble when we've been doing well. And then we have a bit of a freak out. Now it was short-lived for me. And like we talked about, it wasn't based on fact and it very rarely actually is, even if it feels in the moment because it feels like such a real experience. It feels like it is based on fact. More often than not, it's not based on fact. Very, very few of us are living in actual lack, like genuine lack. Some of us will be, and that's okay. And we can change that experience too. But anyway, my point being, you can bounce back really well on the other side of a wobble and you can change your experience of money and how money is responding to you. You can turn that around on a dime. And so that's why I'm sharing that update with you so that if you experience money wobble or you're in one or even if you're just not enjoying your experience with money right now know that you can change it my love you absolutely absolutely can as we're on the topic if you want the tools to do that then definitely grab limitless money it's what it was made for it's to help you to understand your experience of money change your experience of money by changing your mindset your belief system It does it for you and with you. It's not just information. It is transformation. It's freaking incredible. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. If you need that and if that's something that would really serve you or if you're just feeling called to do that work and to step into a different experience with money. Okay, so I thought I didn't have an update, but turns out I did. So (laughs) I'm just trying to think if we've got anything else to mention before we get into the time bending episode. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. My free call giveaway. Oh, my goodness. So (laughs) as I'm talking about this, the other episode in which I first announced it hasn't actually aired yet. So I don't know if anybody's taken it up, but probably they have at the time that this will actually go out. So because these things, whenever I do a free call offer, because I do them very infrequently, like maybe once or twice a year at most they get snapped up because they are hella valuable. Let me tell you, I really bring my best energy to these calls. And yeah, I'm just so excited to be offering these to you ladies. So if you are at a point of business where you feel like you know that you are, you know, good at what you do, the thing that it is that you do your zone of genius, you know that you're good at it and you know that you totally can hold yourself and hold your business 
but you also know that it would feel just so dreamy, so lovely for somebody to be holding you. Let me hold that space for you. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash space. Come and grab a free energy reset call. So we will use this call based on whatever you need energetically. So I'm not telling you, you're going to walk away with exactly this, or we're going to talk about exactly that because it is an energetic reset bespoke to you. So for some people that will be just being witnessed in and having space to talk about, unpack, unpick, process what's going on for you and business and life right now. For some people that will be spending time plugging into a higher energy and really feeling expanded and elevated and just, you know, walking on air on the way out. I mean, probably everyone will feel like that anyway on the way out, but it's whatever you need. And I, you know, that's my job is, is knowing what you need to get what you want. So <laughs> that's my jam. That's my superpower. So let me hold that space for you for free. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash space, book in a time that works for you before they're gone. The calendar will just be turned off and it will say that there's no spaces. So I don't have like a set number. I will wait until they kind of like fill certain slots and then I will just close it down. So do not delay. Okay, I'm getting comfy. Let's get settled in to the time bending episode. <laughs> okay, before we get into the house, I want you to just check in with yourself. What is your current experience of time? What is your current experience of time? How do you currently experience time? How do you feel about time? What does time feel like to you? And how do you talk about time? So just spend a minute there checking in with yourself and notice, don't judge yourself. So if you notice that, oh my God, I feel like there's never enough time. Oh my God, I'm always talking about how I'm running out of time and there's not enough time. Oh my, don't beat yourself up, right? There's nothing to be gained from doing that. But just be the neutral observer best you can and just check in with where you're at right now. Now, I like to start with where you're at right now because I think we don't take enough opportunities in life generally because we, we the irony is because we feel busy, because life feels full on. We don't just stop and reflect very often. And that's why I like creating spaces like those calls, which if, if you need some reflection time, we can do that. <laughs> and actually built into Limitless Money, I have what we call thinking space. So there's literally space built into that course to help you reflect on and understand your beliefs around money. But we're talking about time today. So I'd love you just to spend this time that I'm talking here right now, just to reflect on what has been your experience of time. How do you feel about it generally? Do you feel like time is serving you? Do you feel like you are the master? I don't like the word, but let's just go with it for lack of anything better right now. The master of your own time? Or do you feel like time is kind of governing you? Do you feel like it's always slipping away? Or do you feel like you have time in abundance? just tune in, just tune in and observe. If you need to like pause this for a minute, just to give yourself some extra time and space just to reflect on that, then do. Or maybe you just immediately like, I just know it is this, this, and this. It's a good place to start because when we know where we're at, then we know what we're working with and we know what's serving us and what isn't. And then we can move forward from there. So 
The thing that I want you to really take away from this episode, and yes, I'm going to open with that, is that you can have an entirely different experience of time than you're typically having right now if you want to. So if you would love to feel like there's plenty of time, if you would love to feel like, you know, there is more than enough time and I'm not in a hurry, time isn't slipping away from me, it's quite the opposite, it's always ebbing and flowing towards me, You can change your experience of time just like you can change your experience of everything else in this cool game of life that we're playing. (laughs) So I talk a lot on this show about changing your experience of money because it's one of the things that I find we can talk about so universally. It's such a universal experience and when we work on our energy around money, we understand energy generally. We tend to have to work on <laughs> our relationship with ourselves. That's my ulterior motive. <laughs> and and it's a useful thing to talk about because money is important. It isn't something we can get away from in our society. But the energetics of money stack up for anything else. We can look at the energy that's playing out with anything else. And time is absolutely the same. Now, I know that time is a little bit different than money in terms of money is actually an infinite resource because there is always more money, actually physical money, more of it in circulation in our world every single day, week, month, year. So that is a fact that there is an expanding amount of money and we can feel like we have a limited amount of time and that is true in our experience of humans and how we experience time and how we've come to see the constructs of time and how we measure time. However, there's two different ways of looking at this that help us to see time in a slightly more expansive and abundant viewpoint. And one is that just that we can choose to see it more abundantly and therefore have a different experience of it. So while it might be our most precious resource, it isn't from a, we don't want to treat it that way from a lack mindset. We'll get into that in a minute. We want to come at it from an abundant mindset, but also, and I'm not going to get into this part of it too deeply today, but if you want me to do a follow-up episode and get into this deeply, I will absolutely go there with you because I geek out on this kind of thing. But on a quantum level, time just isn't really a thing in the way that it is for our human 3D experience that we're living right now. And it just isn't operating, the universe isn't operating with time in the way that we down here day to day on earth are operating within this idea of time. So we absolutely can change our experience of time, whether it's just by changing our mindset, which we're going to talk about a lot today, or whether it's actually if we want to feel like we're playing in and understand more the quantum level of time and how it can be bent and warped and all of the things so just on that point if you're like "Mm, is it really though is time no time seems pretty linear to me that is your experience of course and everything that you know we use in our society to measure time creates it as a linear experience the calendar moves forward the hours in the day go one direction you know we have this very linear experience of time but time is non-linear at an energetic level, at a quantum level. And if you want any evidence of that, go and listen to (laughs) my episode on the podcast in which I describe my daughter manifesting popcorn the pony. (laughs) Spoiler, so if you haven't listened to that episode, pause this now. Now, actually, wait a second before you pause it. I'm trying to think what I called that episode. Mm, 
If you don't know the one that I'm talking about, pause this, send me a DM on Instagram, I'm at Corey Javid over there, say, which one is the popcorn episode? I'll know exactly what you mean. I will let you know. I will find out in between because I'm trying to think. I call. I didn't, I called it something else. If you Google limitless mother and daughter, you might find it. I'm sure I said something about my daughter. Oh, I know. Wait, this manifestation story will blow your mind. I think that was it. Okay, we got there. Digging in the depths of my memory. (laughs) So spoiler. So you might want to skip ahead just a few seconds if you haven't yet listened to that episode. But the spoiler is that Popcorn the Pony didn't exist in the morning when my daughter decided it was something she wanted to manifest. And by 5 p.m. that day, Popcorn the Pony was a thing that you could buy online and we pre-ordered. Now, that is some non-linear quantum style time bending and manifestation and it just collapsing the space and time between where we are and the thing that we desire. So that's just one example of time not being necessarily linear and we don't have to expect it to always work in that way. But we're going to come at it from a more foundational place today because I think these topics do build. And if this is your first time even having the suggestion made to you that you could have a different experience of time than you've been having right now, then I I think if we threw ourselves in at the deep end of the quantum side, and I'm, hey, I'm not going to get too sciencey because just I'm not a very super sciencey person, <laughs> evidenced by my use of the word sciencey. Um, <laughs> but I think it would serve us all best to have this kind of more It's not even foundational understanding because this is some quite next level stuff. These are not conversations that the average business owner, mother, business owner is having, right? We're in this kind of cool club here, aren't we? Where we get to talk about some cool shit and live a different reality. But we need to kind of like start with the foundational stuff. Okay, so the foundation of this elevated conversation, let's say it that way so we can be happy on both fronts. Okay, I'm going to get into it now. How the heck do you create more time? How do you change your experience of time. So I want to describe to you a little brief story of how I had a very different experience of time at one particular time, just to kind of give us this working example that we can then get stuck into. So I've been running this business now for more than five years, and I started out working maximum 25 hours a week. Now I work about 15, 16, sometimes 20, depends how I feel, (laughs) not a huge amount. And That's all well and good. And I've kept my eye on how I'm using my time in my business throughout because that's been a non-negotiable for me. I was never interested in this business just railroading my life. I absolutely freaking love this business. I love my work more than I can describe without spending the rest of the podcast episode describing it to you. And I desire and need and require in my life plenty of time for myself, for my friends, for my daughter, for my husband, for just shits and giggles and other things outside of the business that also light me up. So that's always been my non-negotiable. And because of it, it's been a non-negotiable to me. I've always had an eye on it. And I do various things at various points to keep myself on track so that my hours aren't inching up because it's easy for that to happen in business if we're not being mindful of it. Now, in the beginning of the pandemic, beginning of 2020, when, or middle of 2020, whenever that was, when we had our first lockdown here, I know that we don't, none of us wants to go back there mentally, but just join me for a minute because it's not, it's not really about that. I was like, well, shit, (laughs) my neatly crafted schedule that's been working really well has gone out of the window because I now I'm a homeschooler (laughs) as well. And I now have no time in the day on my own. (laughs) So how's this going to work? 
And so when I realized that the thing that I was most upset about, and okay, we can, you know, have a little bit of a tongue in cheek moment here that the thing I was most upset about was my loss of my me time. <laughs> that I know that people had much worse things going on. So don't misunderstand my flippancy there. Anyway, when I realized that that was the thing that was grieving me the most, then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to come up with some different scenario here. So I started getting up a little bit earlier. That's not the answer to bending time, by the way, so don't worry, don't turn off. <laughs> I'm not necessarily an evangelist for the early morning start. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. It depends on you and your circumstances. Anywho, I decided to get up earlier. And what I did in that time every day was, first of all, I did some yoga. I move my body. I find yoga just a really peaceful time. I find it a good time to kind of like process. I have ideas. I like moving my body in that way. Felt nourishing and good. Really what I was doing there was tending to my energy. So I'd spend some time doing yoga. Some days I would meditate, some days not. And then I would, I think I would have some breakfast. I'm trying to think what I did after that. But I just know that I started the day with yoga in the quiet on my own. And obviously I would have journaled because I journal every damn day. Always have, always will at this point. So I would then, because my daughter was sleeping in, because there was no reason to get her up, and she is not a morning person, I would then go and do some work early in the day, which I'm not, I don't normally actually start my working day till about 10, sometimes 11. But I would actually get in there at like 8 a.m. And I would spend an hour, I had an hour or half an hour, depending what time she woke up, and depending on what time I actually sat down, but maximum of an hour on four or five days of the week just to do some like deep work. So the kind of work that's not admin-y, not little bitty pieces of work, and also not anything client-facing or people-facing or student-facing, nothing that way. Just, you know, what is the the kind of creative work that I need to go on with? Because I do know that I am best at that time of work at the beginning of the day. So it could have been mapping out some content. It could have been writing some emails. I can't remember what we were working on the time. Maybe my new website. I'm not sure. But there's always something, some kind of project going on and I would generally do that. Now, after about a week or two, my team were like, what the hell is going on over there? I was like, what do you mean? They said, you were just flying through things getting things done at a rate we've never seen before. Like, how are you managing this when we're in the middle of a pandemic? <laughs> and I'd had to pull back my hours. So I was spending that half an hour or an hour each day in my business. But other than that, I was just maintaining. So I wasn't doing anything that was growth related in the business. I decided to just put everything on pause and sort of focus on continuing to serve the shit out of my clients and love on them because they are my number one priority in my business, always have been, always will be. And whatever else we needed to do to keep the podcast rolling and content ticking over. But that was pretty much it. So we didn't have any scaling projects happening, nothing significantly growth-wise. But we had like other like smaller projects, you know, like a promotional email for this or whatever. And my point being that I was spending a lot fewer hours than I had pre-pandemic and I was getting way more done and I was having, you know, amazing creativity. I was, my content was on fire. That was back when I was still creating most of my content myself, whereas now my team take the podcast and create spin-off content from it. So I was getting all of the content done and I was just on fire. And they were like, what is happening? How are you working so little 
and creating all of this, not just the actual volume of things were getting done, getting through them, but the quality was so much higher. And it was just that particular setup. Now we'll look at how that was in a minute, but I was bending time. And the more I realized that I was doing it, the more I played with it. And guess what? The more I was bending the time. (laughs) So we'll come back to that story in a minute. I think it's a useful story to have as a reference point. So the first thing that you need to do if you want to create more time for yourself and start changing your experience of time is to, well, start where we started. And that is checking with yourself. What's the starting point here? What's the baseline? Where are you at? What's been serving you? What hasn't? But the first thing that you need to do if you actually want to be proactive here is to shift your time mindset. Now, I haven't talked about this on the show in a really long time. So you have a mindset, a set of beliefs around time in just the same way that you have a set of beliefs around money or health or swap in any other thing that um, you decide to. So your approach to time can be one based in lack and scarcity, not enoughness, not enough time, never enough time, time slipping away, running out of time. That's the feeling, that's the vibe. Or you can have an experience of time based on a mindset of abundance. There's plenty of time. There's more than enough time. We don't need to worry. It's never running out, (laughs) right? And the beliefs that you hold around time will absolutely shape and influence your experience of time, just in the same way that it does with money. So energy works universally in this way, in that your thoughts, your belief system, so not the odd errant thought that crosses your mind, but your general predominant thoughts around a topic combine then and sometimes create the feelings that you have. So are you feeling like relaxed about time or are you feeling that kind of like tense, go, 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 oh my goodness, oh my goodness, like constantly watching the clock, you know, that kind of actual tense feeling or are you feeling relaxed and like you're luxuriating at time? So how you think and how you feel create your energetic standpoint on any topic but time in this case and that influences more significantly than any action you'll ever take your experience of time. Now it does impact the actions you take and it brings a different quality to the actions that you'll take, but it is the biggest indicator of experience and outcome, your energy. So shifting your time mindset means looking at if you are believing things to be true about time that aren't serving you, that are based in lack and scarcity and not enoughness and deciding to So that starts with observing, like we said, and then deciding to upgrade your belief system around time. So an example belief could be, I always have more than enough time for the things that are important to me. Now, if this is your first time working on your time mindset, you'll want to just notice, has that pinged off the internal bullshit filter? (laughs) So sometimes if we're trying to install a new belief system and the old belief system is really set in its ways, it is really sort of like socked in there and we introduce a new belief, then it can just ping off that internal bullshit filter. There's something goes on in our brain that goes, bullshit, and it doesn't stick. It doesn't have any impact. Just saying that I always have more than enough time than the things that are important than me. If that goes against what has been your dominant belief and therefore your dominant experience. So your brain will be like, well, yeah, but I don't have all of this evidence that that's not how time operates for me, right? Your brain loves to do that. Well, of course you have the evidence because you get the evidence, you collect the evidence in line with your belief system. (laughs) And there may well have been times and evidence that went against your belief system, but your brain would have just filtered them out and been like, nah, not relevant because it doesn't back up this thing that I'm looking to always back up. This is how our brains work. Sneaky. So if you notice it 
pings off your internal bullshit filter. And by the way, this is that I'm telling you here is true for any belief integration, any belief upgrade work that you want to do, is you can use what I think Brooke Castillo describes as a bridging thought. And I think this is a really useful concept where you take the thought that you want to be thinking that is pinging off the bullshit filter and you modify it so that your brain can get on board with it. So if your brain immediately rejects, I always have more than enough time for the things that are important to me. It's like, nah, not true. Then what you can do instead is modify it, for example, to I choose to believe that I always have more than enough time or I'm choosing to play with having more than enough time or I'm starting to choose to believe if you need to like put it as many steps away as you need to but going in the right direction and once you've been working with that belief for a while and it's starting to feel true then remove some of the bridge until you have no bridge left and you are just believing for example I always have more than enough time for the things that are important to me now that's just a belief that I have that has really served me around time and I come back to it time and time again. (laughs) However, I think the best place to start is with what you've already been believing to be true about time. This is the same with anything that we're doing belief work-wise. What have you been already believing to be true about time and how can you flip that around into something that is sort of equal and opposite, that is the positive reverse of that, that would actually really serve you. If you start with that, then it's going to be much more beneficial typically than adopting somebody else's affirmations or beliefs. Now, sometimes somebody else's affirmation or belief just feels really good to you and you're like, oh yes, that feels like mine too. I'm totally going to have that. For example, I stole everything is always working out perfectly for me from my coach and that has just been my truth for a really long time now. So it just felt like it so it so resonated. So I'm not saying don't use other, <laughs> other people's beliefs and affirmations because then we'd have to be like super original about these things and as much as we'd like to believe that we are, when it comes down to our beliefs and the thoughts that we think, we're really not that original most of the time. <laughs> so anyway, but it's best to start with What are the negatives, if any, that you've been believing about time and then flipping them around into a positive that you could see would serve you and creating that as your affirming belief and that your belief upgrade. So observe what you've been believing around money, look for an upgrade and then start installing that, start integrating it into your belief system. Now, there's many ways you can do that. Affirmations, journaling it, saying it out loud. I'm a big fan of a guided meditation with that in. I have tools in Limitless Money or I have, hmm, I wonder if it's for sale right now. If you hit me up in my Instagram, we're taking down my website soon and, and completely redoing it. I'm at Corey Javid over there in my Instagram DMs. I have a guided meditation template that I can let you have that helps you to create a guided meditation for yourself, installing whatever beliefs you want to be upgrading to believe in. So you can use it for money, you can use it for time, you can use it for both, you can use it for health, whatever you want. Really, really powerful, really impactful. Anyway, just wanted to give you a tool there in case you this is your first time doing belief upgrades because just trying to kind of go it alone can be a little bit of a, a slog sometimes. It doesn't have to be though. And also never believe that it has to be a slow process. It can be really fast. Sometimes we can just switch out a belief, done. We're like, oh, this one just feels so much better and actually more in line with my ultimate truth, done. I've let go of that other one. And sometimes we need to work at it. We need to listen to the guided meditation every evening for a week or something like that for it to, to start sticking. 
Then, once you've done this work, so once you've done the observation piece, once you've started working on upgrading what you believe to be true, then start looking for opportunities to exercise that belief, to embody that belief and embody that energy. So the energy of I always have more than enough time for things that are important to me is kind of a playful energy, a lean back energy, an abundant energy. And therefore, let's say you came to a critical time crunch period, maybe you were running late for something important, this is a great time to work on that embodiment. Be like, oh, but hang on, I always have more than enough time for things that are important to me. So being somebody who believes that, how do I now feel about this situation? Or if you can't get there yourself, just even reflecting on, for somebody who believed that to be true for themselves, what would they feel right now running late? Or what would they be thinking or telling themselves right now? running late and even just noticing the difference between what our old programming might have thought and told us in that running late scenario and how we would have been feeling even just noticing that there's a difference that there is a different way that we could be thinking and feeling even if we can't fully embody it ourselves noticing that difference and identifying it is so so powerful and it's often this in the moment work where we really make the gains so This is how you can start literally creating more time for yourself by experiencing more time. And it has to, has to start with your belief system. This is why I know I talk about this a lot. I like to trash talk (laughs) productivity planners and the likes. It's not that there's anything actually fundamentally wrong with them, but they will not solve your time mindset problem. So if you have a belief system that is firmly rooted in lack and scarcity as it pertains to time, no project management system, no productivity planner, no Pomodoro technique, nothing is going to actually help you because it's not changing your energy. So you're going to get the same experience, right? Or it might work temporarily and then it doesn't anymore. This is how we actually completely change our experience. Then if you want to use some kind of productivity planner or product management app or whatever, cool, knock yourself out. But it's going to be effective then once you've done this time mindset shift. So that is the first big thing, shift your mindset around time. But then we can get into the playground. And this is step two. You can't you can't fast forward here, unfortunately, because if you've got a belief system that's rooted in lack around time, this isn't going to work. But if you've started already upending some of those old beliefs around time that haven't been serving you, then we can get into the bending time playground. And this is where we just start feeling much more playful around time. And we can because we let go of the heaviness around time, the tightness, the lack, the kind of crunchiness around time that didn't feel good, which was a lot of it playing out in our experience because of our belief system and then feeding our belief system with the experience and looping back around. Once we've broken that loop and we've created a positive loop, an abundant loop, then we get to start playing with the energy of time. So this is where I encourage my clients to to do this regularly. And it's just really fun. And it comes down to knowing, first of all, that you have to be tending to your energy. So you can have worked on your time mindset, but we also, you know, if we want to have a more playful and fun experience of life and business and everything in between, we need to be tending to our energy daily. I've got some podcast episodes coming up in terms of how we can actually be doing that daily. But if we're not cultivating actively and intentionally cultivating a high vibe, elevated or expansive energy, then we're going to be in an efforting energy and it's going to bring everything down with it. So you could have done some work on your time mindset, but then if you keep getting stuck in an efforting energy, it's kind of going to be bumping up against each other and not really panning out. So 
it's really important to be working our energy before we are really doing anything. Now, that doesn't mean you have to spend an hour journaling and an hour doing yoga and an hour meditating and then you have <laughs> get to sit down and get some things done. No, not at all. And I will talk about probably in next week's episode what you can be doing in a very, very, very short window of time so that it's realistic daily so that you're cultivating your energy in an intentional way. But when we are, and that is the first step to bending time, right? When we are in a higher vibe place, we are much more open to playfulness. We are much more able to notice cool things, serendipity, chance, like magical experiences, and the experience of a feeling that we've just bent time, for example. So I like to play with it this way. Um, when I first, first started doing this, I had this thing about 10 a.m. Now that wouldn't really work for me right now because I tend to not do any work before 10 a.m. And I think, well, this doesn't just apply to time in your business, but a lot of people want to use it there to start, which I understand. So anyway, but this was what I used to use and it used to be really fun to me. And it was, oh my God, I can't believe it's only 10 a.m. Now, the first few times that I said that to myself and I had this kind of like, you know, was intending to play with time and seeing if I could bend it. It didn't really feel like I'd achieved a lot necessarily by that 10 a.m. So it was a little bit of a fake it till you make it thing. But once you start doing this, if you've tended to your energy and you're in a really high vibe, high spinning, I think is what Abraham Hicks used to describe it elevated state and you come from this place like playful, vibrant, loving, abundant energy, you come to say your to-do list or whatever it is that you're going to take action on in your business or whatever you're going to actually do in that time. And you're coming at it from like, oh, today is just going to be so good. I'm going to feel like I'm in my flow state. I'm going to feel like I'm so creative. You know, you've set some energetic intentions. And from there in that vibey state, then you go and you take an action from your list and you do it. You're going to be like, oh my God, that just like took no time at all. (laughs) And the reason being is because you've removed all of the resistance, all of the things that make like achieving anything hard is resistance, right? All of the heavy mindset stuff, all of the crunchy, tight, heavy energy, all of these things slow us down, remove us from our creativity, remove us from clarity. And these are the things that make the completion of activities easier, more easeful. Because let's just say, for example, if the top of that list was send an email to my subscribers, Now, if you come at that in an energetic funk and believing that there's never enough time, then you're going to be like, oh, shit, I've got to write this email to my subscribers. Oh, my God, I've only got half an hour and then I've got to do that other thing. And oh, my God, what am I going to even write? And I didn't even know. And oh, now I'm writing this. It sounds really crap and they're going to hate it. (laughs) Right? Whereas if you come at it from this playful, high vibe, I get to bend time. You'd be in, let's say you had half an hour to the call, for example. I'm just making something up here. And... You came at it from this playful place. You're like, oh my God, I have half an hour to write this email. I I mean, I can do that and some probably. I can probably get three things done from this list because I bend time. Now in that high vibe place, you are connected to your creativity and your clarity. You'll be like, oh my God, I've got the best idea. And it's just gonna flow from your fingertips. And you'll be like, oh my God, they're gonna absolutely freaking love this email. Oh my God, it's so good. And maybe the email was like two lines or maybe, you know, 27 pages pour out of you. It doesn't really matter. It's the kind of easefulness and the 
energy and the feeling of connection and like I said, creativity and the clarity. And you're like, oh my God, I wrote that email and it's done and it literally took me seven minutes. I've still got all of this time until my call. I'm bending time right now. So can you see how pivotal your energy is in that example to your experience of time and how playful you are with it? versus how much it feels like this ticking down of a timer and the slipping away of sands, which is a very lacky kind of blah place. And can you see that one same action, one taken from this place of there's an abundance of time and being really tapped in and having really tended to your energy and another the same action, but taken from a place of crunchiness around time, heaviness, time's ticking down, not feeling connected to your creativity, two entirely different experiences, same action, writing an email, two different experiences, and you bet your ass, <laughs> you bet your ass, they have two entirely different outcomes. The one in the high vibey state, you're going to have people emailing you back going, oh my God, that was the best email. I really needed to hear it right now. It really resonated with me. Ah. On the other one, you're just going to hear crickets <laughs> or have loads of people unsubscribe. <laughs> Which sometimes happens anyway if you send out a high vibe email because you have all of the low vibe people will unsubscribe. So, you know, let's not make that a thing. But you know what I mean. The other one will just fall on deaf ears. There'll be nothing. You'll be like, oh, see, I didn't even, what was even the point? I, you know, spent that half hour banging my head against my keyboard and I don't even know why I bothered, you know? Entirely different experience of time. Sorry, I just had to pause there. <laughs> my mum was just phoning me with an, a, a um, manifestation story. Love that. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so can you see how much that your energy is just playing such a big part here? And can you see how really when we're talking about time mastery in this way, and I, I mean mastery because you feel like you are the orchestrator, you feel like you are in control of your experience, it's the same. Time mastery is energy mastery is experience mastery, right? They're, they're all the same. And so it's, you know, like I keep saying, you could apply all of these principles to money. But this is why when we, when we look at examples like that with the email, you can really see the difference. And so this was what was happening at the beginning of that story that I described from the pandemic is I was tending to my energy in a much more intentional and in intensively intentional way every morning. Now, I wasn't spending hours and hours doing that yoga and that journaling, but it was that quiet time. It felt very nourishing. I felt very high vibe afterwards. And then sitting down and having a small window of time, so it, it wasn't a large, you know, whole day, but just this small window of time, I just started realizing as my team were making these comments, like, oh my goodness, I'm just really bending time. And then the more that I leaned into that and the more I came to it, like, oh my goodness, I wonder what will happen today in this magical window that I've made for myself every morning. It just became more and more fun. And of course, I became more and more productive and creative and impactful during that time without actually expanding the sort of 3D construct of time for myself. I expanded my experience of time. I was working fewer hours, but my experience of that time was much larger, much greater, much more impactful. So do you see the difference there? So this is why, you know, if you're going to look at time management, if you're going to look at priorities, if you're going to look at productivity, any of these things that relate to time, and we think that these are all the things that are going to solve it for us, but it's really coming at for me, at the topic from a very efforting energy and from a place of almost self-blame, like, oh, if only I was better at managing my time than this, or oh, if only I was more productive or would procrastinate less than this. And that's just beating ourselves with a stick, which just never works, 
right? Really just never achieves anything and especially not longer term. Whereas if you can shift your time mindset and start working on your energy in a proactive way, then you're just doing yourself a myriad of favors because guess what? From that higher vibe place, from that place of playing with time and from that place of like elevated energy, you're gonna have more clarity on what exactly are the priorities for you. You're not going to feel the need to procrastinate because you're gonna feel so high vibe that the resistance which was causing the procrastination disappears. You're not going to even need to more intentionally manage your time more often than not because you will just have this respect for time that comes from this belief of I always have plenty of time for the things that are important to me and a respect from time from a place of abundance not a respect based on like fear and lack it's completely different and you will respond to time differently you will just naturally and intuitively manage your time more effectively now does it mean that we don't want to sometimes have a review and say well actually this would serve me better yeah that's fine we can do those things we can play with our schedule we can play with the activities that we're doing we can play with things like outsourcing of course all of that but we will make the best decisions around time and as they pertain to time and have a completely different experience of time, not because we did a course on time management, not because we bought a productivity thingamajiggy, <laughs> not because we sat down and watched a webinar on how to effectively prioritize things in our business, no, <laughs> but because we shift our mindset and our belief system around time, we embrace this act of playing with it, of bending it, and we start playing with bending time more often as just this fun and cool experiment that we like to do. And we bring to it a higher vibe energy. This is the thing that makes all of those things evaporate and not be a thing that we need to worry about anymore, right? Like, oh, I really need to manage my time better. It just goes away because suddenly time is available to us in a completely different experience than it was previously. So I hope you've enjoyed this conversation on time bending and how to create more time. I hope that it has given you some time to really, some time, to reflect on what you've been thinking about time, what has been coming out of your mouth around time, what have you been believing around time and how has this been shaping your experience and I really hope that you feel equipped and in your power and able to move forward change your mindset, your belief system around time, shift your energy and start playing with and bending time for yourself and having a completely different experience. I would love to know your aha moments, biggest takeaways from today's episode. Hit me up in the Instagram DMs and let me know. If you've got any questions or want me to do a follow-up episode on this one, I'm totally here for it. Send me a message in my DMs there. I'm at Corey Javid, never on Facebook. You won't get an answer. Um, just, it's a shit show over there send me a message in Instagram. Don't forget to snap up one of those free calls, coreyjavid.com forward slash space. While they are available, you will thank me and yourself for doing that. <laughs> Trust me, they're going to be so good. And do not forget, you have an abundance of time, my love. Know why? Because you're limitless. Bye for now. So my love, you know what they say, sharing is caring. If you loved today's episode, then help a mother out. I would be so grateful if you would take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player right now and post it to your Insta stories, tagging me at Corey Javid and help me get the word out that we get to be successful because we're mothers, not in spite of it. Let's save as many other mothers in biz as we can from this old paradigm of hustle, effort, and sacrifice. And let's spread the word on energy over effort, shall we? Thanks, love. <laughs>